Hello and welcome to Chillin' with Dylan. I'm your host Dylan and I'm so excited to introduce uh, the next most exciting topic that we have been lining up for a long, long time now. Today we're talking about the battle between two great cities in a great country of Australia. These cities uh, have been talked about a lot amongst uh, people for centuries even, and uh, we are talking about Sydney and Melbourne. (laughs) So you'll hear it first, which city is the best to live in and do everything else in. And our guests today are the classic trio. Uh, I'm pleased to introduce, uh, we got Adam and we got Irene. Hello. Hi. You sounded so unenthused, Irene. Me, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I really that... am enthused, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> you must be getting really uh, excited to talk about your home city, Irene. Sure, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. for this debate. Oh, she, she's gonna, about to like smash Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. We'll keep it, we'll keep it nice. <laughs> we'll keep it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it would be quite entertaining for the guests. So if it does come out, I probably won't cut cut it. So uh, <laughs> be honest. But that's all I think we need to do, eh? <laughs> so I guess um, you guys have been uh, traveling a bit recently. I know, Adam, you visited Melbourne and I mean, you visited Sydney, but... Um, yeah, how, how's uh, how's your trips been recently? Well, I can go first. Um, so, yeah, I went to Sydney, I believe, at the end of March and also at the end of December or the start of December last year, um, both for work trips. So a bit of a fun fact, I've actually never been to Sydney, like, just out of pure, like, leisure or for fun. It's always <laughs> been for – it's always been for work or for, like, a conference – so um, I feel like I've seen sort of the main touristy bits of Sydney sort of um, in sort of the short periods of time that I've been able to visit, but I haven't actually been on a trip where the purpose was just to, you know, go visit as a tourist. Um, but yeah, both trips were really fun. Um, managed to see some sort of local spots. Didn't really go back to sort of the main attractions, which was kind of nice. Um, and yeah, managed to catch up with some people there as well. So yeah, it was good. Surely the number one attraction was Adam. Right? Yeah, exactly. Adam. Yeah, we, we made it happen. Visiting Adam. Visiting Adam was the, the main attraction. <laughs> I've heard tourists all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, mostly from New Zealand. but <laughs> Number one on TripAdvisor. <laughs> top friend, uh, top attraction. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. Um and I've I've been over in Melbourne quite a lot recently as well. So I think there was a month where I was over in Melbourne three times for work. Oh, partially work, partially leisure as well. Um so as as some of you guys might know, my work is in Melbourne, so I fly down um a few times a year just for big team events or um or any sort of like family events or stuff like that. So it's 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 always nice to go down and see my coworkers, so I gotta be a bit careful not to bash Melvin too hard. But <laughs> I gotta, you know, gotta gotta represent both sides fairly and equally in this chat. Um but yeah, Melbourne's always been a great place and I go down a lot uh for 
like you know sometimes sporting events or just for a holiday and it's always a great time so yeah no complaints love it what sort of sporting events uh do you go for it and I've, I've heard there's some good stuff in melbourne um isn't there well melbourne is kind of like the sporting capital of of australia right or, oh, or is it, or is it off the world off the world <laughs> <laughs> It's very optimistic. <laughs> is that like a hands down Melbourne is number one, or is that like a? You know, oh, I feel I feel chicken? hands down. Oh, depends on what sport you're talking about. But as a whole, I reckon Melbourne definitely has sports um, over Sydney. Uh, yeah, it's surprising actually, because I I feel like when you think about it, I would have thought like, oh yeah, Sydney probably has a bunch of sports there, but we have a lot of like the main ones, like obviously like the Oz Open the Grand Prix, yeah. you have Melbourne Cup, yeah. even though I don't support horse racing. Like, I think we host a lot of cricket events, obviously, like AFL. So, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it is safe to say sporting capital. But, but again, maybe it, maybe it depends on the sport that you follow. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's some, like, niche sports that happen in, like, WA or something, and we're just <laughs> discounting <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I personally, I'm really into tennis, so that's partly why I would say I would pick Melbourne for sport. Um, not so much like Aussie rules or AFL. I know that's massive. Is it a Melbourne or Victoria thing? Like, and was it just, yeah, it's, it's that part of Australia, right? Um, I, f- I feel it's, it's like an every, almost like every part of Australia, but yeah, it's yeah. definitely a big thing in Melbourne for sure. Yeah. 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 Like I, the majority yeah. of the teams are based in Victoria, which is interesting. Like I think there are teams for most of the other states, not all, but I think a lot of them, but for some reason like the vast majority are from Victoria. So Yeah. Okay. Go there. Go to Melbourne if you want to watch AFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's a home <laughs> and... home home of the AFL. Uh, the only yeah. other exception is or like the main exception that I can think of is probably rugby. So the NRL, which is yeah. much bigger in Sydney. So it's probably, Sydney's got more NRL and Melbourne's probably got more AFL. I, I did a quick yeah. fact check. Out of the 16 current NRL teams, nine of them are based in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, that makes sense. I, I'm not not a NRL fan, but, you know, like clearly I, I can give my facts. <laughs> <laughs> the stats don't lie. The stats, the stats don't lie. Yeah, no, I find it interesting how, yeah, like, uh, you know, each city or area or state is just a bit, bit more into one of the uh, main football codes. They all, to some people, like, honestly, if I talk to my family or, like, you know, anyone who doesn't really know much, to some, it's, like, probably the same sport, right? They all have an oval ball where there's 15 people, 13 people, whether they wear singlets or <laughs> not singlets. <laughs> I think they wear singlets. That's the one thing I, uh, you know, AFL, Aussie rules, they're meant to, they have to wear that. But like, yeah, maybe to others outside of Australia or like, you know, places where overball rugby sports and whatever isn't common. It's just like, doesn't even matter. It's just like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, for sure. I think there's like, if for someone who maybe doesn't follow either sport, there are enough similarities that they might think they're the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, um, I guess that's one aspect of things to do. But like for those that aren't aren't very uh, athletic or into 
watching grown men chase balls around, then what else is there to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys like doing? <laughs> and you're. <laughs> Uh, are we are we are we talking about living or are we talking about like just travel and visiting? Yeah, like uh, things to do or like you know, like I think this is just in general, um, whether you're tourist or living. Yeah, I mean, I would say well, like I've been to Sydney and Melbourne both and done all the main touristy things like Opera House in Sydney and I don't know what else is there. Go across the Harbour Bridge. Um, visit Adam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's honestly three things you should do. But, um, <laughs> like, there's obviously a whole bunch of other activities and things going on, like festivals, culture, arts. Um, is there much I think you'd suggest people checking out? Mm, I feel like for for Sydney, there like outside of this typical touristy stuff, I think Sydney is more of a marketable um, yeah. city to international tourists just because there's like iconic sites and things to do. But in terms of like actual enjoyable things um, or like more of a chill weekend, I think Melbourne has more things going on. It's got a lot of art, culture, uh, like Melbourne had the Melbourne Comedy Festival recently. So I feel there's always something to do in Melbourne. Um, Sydney's pretty pretty good as well for I feel like there's enough things to do but Melbourne just really takes it up to the next level yeah I think it depends on sort of what kind of person you are and like what how you like to spend your time like I think Melbourne's pretty good when it comes to like cafe and food culture and like arts like what Adam mentioned we have quite a few festivals that happen throughout the year and those types of events which are always really good fun Mm. Um, but I think Sydney definitely have better like beaches typically better weather like I know that you guys have gone through a bit of a not a rough a rough patch you poor things uh, (laughs) (laughs) like this is what Melbourne goes through every other year (laughs) yeah but um yeah I think I hear a lot of great things about Sydney in terms of like oh you can just like walk to the beach like go down to the beach on the weekend have a like a nicer walk have a swim so I feel like they're two sort of different vibes, but I think they're both good vibes overall, yeah. to be quite to be quite frank. But yeah, like the main things I do like on the weekends, I just honestly like to just eat out. If there's something happening in the city like like the comedy festival or like some exhibit at NGV, like that's always fun to go out to as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like both cities have a lot of hustle and bustle. So there's like a lot to do, but um, just depends on yeah, what vibe you're going for is what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely would Sydney's beaches are amazing, hands down. Probably one of the best places in the world for beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like It's also it's, very busy. It's packed some days. Yeah. Oh, like, Bondi and those, like, those ones, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Northern beaches, I've, I've been to some of them. Mm-hmm. They're pretty awesome. Like, mm. yeah. say, They're pretty good. Yeah, it's quite quite nice. Reminds me of the North Shore of Auckland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. Geographically, there's a lot of similarities between Auckland and Sydney. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for Aucklanders who want uh, Auckland times two, go to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah, That's pretty pretty similar, to be honest. (laughs) Great marketing. That was really (laughs) tailored. Yeah, 
yeah, target audience right here. Yeah, I know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and would, nah, would nah. you would you say Melbourne is closer to Wellington then, Dylan? Yeah, I think uh, given I've lived in Wellington for about two years now, um, it's got that same kind of vibe. It's slightly different in terms of scale, probably 10 times more people, if not 15 times, a lot more people in Melbourne. But like the, you know, cafe arts culture in Wellington is pretty, you know, like up there. Um, and you know, there's there's lot there's things all sorts of things in CBD, um, and Melbourne. I think uh, I'd say from my one time I was a tourist, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Thanks so much for hosting me for a bit, Irene. I, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a good time um, showing you around. But like the CBD is probably one of the best I've probably personally experienced as like a tourist. I don't know, yeah, like if you've lived in there, but just okay. how easy it is to get around and the amount of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the through. grid structure yeah. makes it so yeah. easy to navigate. It's it literally, is. yeah. Efficient. Yeah. It, it's yeah. so good. And it just makes sense, you know? You have, like, the main street. You have Collins Street. What's the road after that? Little Collins Street. It just makes <laughs> sense. Where's big, is it by Collins Street? Or? That's, that's just Collins Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very logical names. We love yeah. that. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> And it's e- like you said, it's really easy to navigate. And don't forget the free trams. Everyone mm. always says it, but it's yeah. it's amazing. Very Gets true. you around. Free trams really awesome. Um, love taking trams. That's that's not a tourist activity in itself, I'd say. But I mean, <laughs> for some people, if it's not common um, where you are, then definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, I guess things in the wider region? Um, do you guys? get out much in like um you know wider victoria new south wales um it's a big big space i've heard like yeah yeah. well i i go out quite a bit i don't have a car but like i go out with my partner um and we we like to go out for hikes quite a lot so close by to sydney there's this region called blue mountains which has amazing hikes it's really close by really easily accessible um but up and down from Sydney as well, you have amazing coastlines, uh, beaches, also mountainous hikes, and it's it's just a great time. I think for nature, New South Wales definitely has a lot um, at an easily accessible distance. Yeah. I think in Victoria, you kind of need a car to see sort of the areas, like more regional areas, but um, sort of a local hiking spot I get I don't think you'd even call it a hike it's more like a walk but a thousand steps is really popular on the east side um if you feel like you've um haven't done much exercise in a while I think that's a good one to shock you out of that um but yeah we also have like the Grampians the Great Ocean Road um Wilson's Prom Phillip Island like a lot of like like really popular regional areas um that you can get to but you usually need a car to get there but it's usually quite scenic mountains beaches um yeah you can get quite a range of sort of sceneries here which is nice as well um Mm. so yeah plenty to see and do um and I don't know if you guys have like been seeing a lot of ads lately like travel like tourism ads but like there's always like yeah, there's always like regional Victoria ads you know like going around it's like go visit your local regional area <laughs> and it's some town that you've never heard of and they're yeah. like we'll welcome you exactly yeah. but mm. actually um 
a couple of weeks ago, um, I did like a, a long weekend down in Mornington, Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. Um, and yeah, like a lot of the places that we saw were very much like, I wouldn't call it rural because I think Mornington's relatively populated for like a holiday spot. Um, but yeah, there was this like tiny little cafe in the middle of nowhere and it was very much like a replica of like a Melbourne cafe and they had like square payment and everything, but it was like literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so it was like a bit of a, a contrast, but um, I think it just goes goes to show that like that cafe culture really like spreads everywhere, like not just in the CBD, but like also regional Victoria as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Do you, Irene, do you ever get sick of cafes in Melbourne? <laughs> That's one thing I'm, like, really curious about. Because I I really like it as well. But I think I really like it as a tourist. I don't know how much I would have, like, if it was an everyday thing. Does it make you feel less special, though? Like, I'm actually Mm. just genuinely curious. I actually haven't had, like, I feel like I haven't had brunch in a really long time. And I feel like it's one of those things where it's, like, if I'm feeling in a particular way, one particular day, I'll just be like, yeah, let's go for brunch. And, like, Mm. it's, like, a, a whole thing. Um. So I think because I don't go every single weekend, like I know some people go every single weekend, like I don't personally get sick of it. I kind of like that cafe vibe, but I don't go super often. So for me, it's not something that, yeah, I'm necessarily sick of yet. Gotcha. But also I don't drink coffee. So the good coffee here is wasted on me, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, So I tend to just go for like some eggs my way, you know, add some mushrooms on the side. Maybe a potato rosti. <laughs> just really basic. <laughs> I think that's really basic approach. But honestly, I'm easily it. satisfied. Classics. Like if the eggs are poached well, like mm-hmm. I'm happy. That's it. If if they're overdone, that's when it's a fail. So <laughs> I've got a pretty low threshold I, I, when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, tips, tips from twenty plus years of of experience of Melbourne's cafes and brunches. You heard it here first. <laughs> but now I need Adam. Now I need your view on on cafes. I I I feel like I really like Melbourne cafes as well. It's always a treat. Um, there's definitely more. I would say there's more amazing cafes mm. in Melbourne than there are in Sydney. Um, like top quality, best of the best, like those ones. You you find you find more in number in Melbourne than there are in Sydney. It's more easier to find and. I feel cafes, um, maybe even food as a whole, it's very hard to find a bad food place in Melbourne. Or from my experience, anyway. Yeah. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> but, like, I, I feel there's just yeah. so many more good places to eat, for, whether for cafes or for just general food. Um, but one thing I do feel in Melbourne is everything is very aesthetic. Like, the Melbourne cafe culture is very aesthetic focused and sometimes not as much flavor or taste focused oh Ooh, hot take hot take, hot take. <laughs> but and saying so, i like that, the food and <laughs> <laughs> saying so that's just because there's so many like good cafes i think a lot of them try to differentiate themselves with like how it looks yeah um yeah there's only like so much you can do, right? So I I definitely get that as well. Yeah, not gonna lie, looking at um Irene's uh, Instagram stories, I can definitely see that Melbourne aesthetic coming through all the food places. It's like honestly, the aesthetics are on point. Like all the, the presentability is of um yeah places. Top notch. 
interiors of like cafes plus their food is is very you know at a high standard i yeah. i think what i remember um you know in melbourne going to lots of the famous cafes uh on say a saturday or sunday for brunch it was just uh i think people were just always there there was always lots of people waiting and like you know jostling to get a spot uh it kind of proves how good they also like uh hard to plan sometimes um if you don't book or plan ahead yeah. too much, mm. right? Sometimes it's all hype, like something is on Instagram and everyone wants to try it, or it's like a new spot, and then the food's just like trash. <laughs> it looks good, but it's trash. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're speaking of food so much right now, and I'm starting to get hungry, even though I've just eaten. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, like, I might as well Did... just talk about it now. Do you yeah, guys do... have any? Top recommendations or anything? What? Come on, that's up. What's oh. your What's your top top cafes? Sorry, or top food recommendations oh. as a whole? Oh my gosh, I feel like I need to check my Zomato. But um, from the top of my head, I think something that's aesthetic and yum, like it's always good, is mm. Kalia. Do you have that in Sydney? Kalia. Yeah. Yes, I. Oh no, we don't. But it okay. is quite good. Yes, it's really good. I feel like. They, I feel like they got on the scene because they were super aesthetic, but then the food backed it up. So um, I would recommend there for like some good, I don't know how, how I'd call it. It's sort of like Asian fusion maybe. Yeah. Is this the one in Emporium? Yes. It's Emporium and also Chadston if you live in the ah, southeast. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, local, local. Specials. Oh yeah, I guess I'll have to talk about Springvale. I have to talk about the food there. Oh. I mean, if you want Vietnamese food in Victoria, there's or in Melbourne, Greater Melbourne, there's Springvale and I think Footscray are like the two sort of hubs. Um, but yeah, I live in Springvale, so obviously I've grown up in that area and I know the food pretty well there. So like there I do have a go-to like bar spot. Um I don't know the name of it. That's how like small it is. <laughs> That's how good it hole is. In the wall. You're not meant to know the like name. Oh, but like, hit me up if you wanna. If you need the name, I'll, I'll look it up. Look it up. They're, but but um, they're all so good, aren't they? I feel like most yeah. spots you can't. We'll leave, you can't we'll really leave go a wrong. section um, in the podcast if you're listening on Spotify for people to chuck their food recommendations. How about that? Yes. Yeah, uh, so. so. <laughs> Uh, also, if you're in Springvale, shout out to Bum Bum Bakery, <laughs> my favorite spot. For the bun me, yes. For the bun It's me. getting expensive now. Like a bun me now yeah. costs like seven dollars fifty. Wow. Which okay, to give some context, I would say maybe ten years ago. Okay, maybe ten years is a long time, but just bear with me. Ten years ago, a bun me was like four dollars. So it's wow. like doubled almost in 10 years. And mind you, it's a sandwich. It's a really yummy sandwich, but it's just a sandwich. So like, it's insane to me. It's like almost reaching levels of like more, like less authentic Vietnamese, more like chain Vietnamese stores okay. that tend to like have hiked up prices. So it's starting to like almost be neck and neck in terms of that. But yeah, sorry, side note, side note about bun mis. I, um, I think it was like, I think it was only five or six dollars when I was there. Yeah, about less inflation, guys. Inflation is crazy. Yeah. What about yeah. Sydney? Sydney food spots. Sydney food spots. Um, I think there's quite a few. I, I feel you're probably less safe than Melbourne if you were to like walk around blindly and just walk into a restaurant. Um, but 
I think Sydney is more if you know, you know, and mm. you got you got to know where you're going. Um, but there's quite a few good spots. Uh, one place that I normally take a lot of people to is um, is this place called Kowloon Cafe, which is like a Hong Kong cafe, which is really really good. Highly recommend. Um, but in terms of more like Western or brunch spots, um, not even not even brunch spots, like Western spots. I really like this Italian restaurant nearby called Kindred. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, not is it Kindred? Yes, yes, it is called Kindred. Um, yeah, I had to check my Google Maps here. Yeah, Kindred. So it's like it's like a really small rustic place that's renovated out from. Um, just renovated out from like a townhouse so it's a real homely feel like you feel like you've you're sitting down at your nonna's house that you're a non-existent italian nonna but it was, <laughs> it's great it's, it's always a great time um, yeah and i guess one of my favorite dining experiences in sydney so far uh has to be a peruvian um japanese fusion yeah. Um, oh, let me just wow. find the name. Peruvian Japanese fusion. Yeah. Nikkei Nikkei Cafe Nikkei. bar, a bar and restaurant. It is oh. so good. It's a bit more on the pricier side, but it's one of my favorite places to go to in Sydney. Wait, I've got a couple more food racks before we move on. Yeah, let's um, no, 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 no. hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to tell the people. Have to know. Um, I think we just <laughs> we just really like basic like dumplings, Shanghainese noodles, Ping's dumplings, or mm. Ping's dumpling kitchen. It's in Clayton, also in the southeast, and also in the same suburb. There's a really good Korean spot. I think it's called Hidori Korean. Um, but yeah, I've actually only been to Hidori once I've been to Ping's many many times but also Hodori Korean garden um and when we went I was really really impressed we've only been once but we want to go again really soon so oh sounds good just want to drop those two in there yeah no 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 <laughs> so to the listeners of Chilling with Dylan um you might catch Irene at uh Hidori pretty soon whenever <laughs> she's there so just I just out. realized though all my recommendations are Asian food <laughs> You need to branch out, Irene. Okay, wait, okay, wait. Just okay, just to balance it okay. out, let me let me just do one brunch spot. Mm-hmm. Um there's a spot in Mount Waverley that's pretty good. And it is called Son of Tucci. Son of Tucci in Mount Waverley has really good brunch. Mm-hmm. And also um Glenny kebabs if you want kebabs as well. That's the there we go, the locals <laughs> recommendation. Yeah, they're um, very local spots. Have, have you been to Hardware Society, Ari? No, I haven't. Oh, maybe I have, but I feel like those like fancy brunch places, I tend to only go if someone has is coming to visit and I'm going to uh, take them there. It's or a it's like trap. <laughs> I feel like well, I don't know. I don't know if many locals would go into the city just to eat brunch on any particular day. Fair. You know I mean? Like I feel like it's, it's that vibe, but um I might have been before, might not have been, but if I have been it wasn't super memorable obviously oh okay. there you <laughs> go know. you heard you heard it here first guys <laughs> all right I, i've got some actually to add just a little bit to round this out uh, okay. noting what you mentioned <laughs> um i remember being in melbourne and there's like a suburb a little bit north of cbd that's got 
a lot of really great Italian restaurants and places. I think it's Carlton, is it? There's like a mm, lot of yes. good uh, holiday Italian places there. So you want yes, like on street for Italian food, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Good pasta, jump there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I think what's kind of cool, um, I remember being there and it, like there's a whole bunches of people who are just speaking Italian and it's like, it feels you know as authentic as you can to you know the cuisine and the type of place in a place you know like place like melbourne where uh or sydney where like you have all these different uh little areas and suburbs like you know uh different cultures that flourish and mm. the vietnamese suburbs and stuff they all have their character so um go exploring and you'll find so many things in places i think yeah that would surprise I'll- you yeah. On on that topic, I reckon probably one of the biggest differences that I've that I feel there is between Sydney and Melbourne is Sydney feels a lot more like I as if it's isolated pockets of different cultural and ethnic backgrounds. Whereas yeah. Melbourne feels even though you do find some of that, it's a lot more of like a melting pot of all different cultures and people tend to move around between suburbs quite a lot whereas i feel sydney a lot of people tend to stick with um people that are similar to them in that way mm. it's not as homogenous um which I, I, are you not talking about auckland <laughs> <laughs> same, same thing same thing same thing it's, maybe it's the same geography it's got the same <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sorry, sorry for the non-New Zealanders listening to this. This is just we're just like, taking that. Yeah, yeah. Ro- yeah. I think I think this is not about outside of Australia, but we're just roasting mm-hmm. our home city a bit. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right though, Adam. Yeah, like because Sydney's like I think yeah, like you got all these western suburbs that sprawl on and on and on. Mm. I think it's quite easy for yeah people like different groups and yeah like um sort of bubbles and things to occur um yeah but that's uh it's you know it's good for a lot of people so yeah 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 but it is what it is Uh, but i feel melbourne maybe another big difference is melbourne's just a really cool city I don't, I don't know. I feel like you've got to have a certain amount of street cred to live in. Oh, wow. I know. I'm confused now. No, I, no but I feel like I'm insane, so I feel like it's almost a bit too cool for me. You know? No. It's, it's, it's a really no cool way. city. It's got a really cool vibe. Everyone dresses really nicely. I feel Melbourne fashion is definitely a bit better than Sydney. Um, but... Yeah, it's a it's it's a very cool city. Whereas I think Sydney is a bit more like no frills, like just get in, get your job done, and go home kind of thing. So it depends on what sort of vibe you like, where you like to go for. Melbourne has a Melbourne, bit more flair, that the extra, a little bit mm. extra, that kind of vibe. But, yeah, Sydney's yeah. a bit more straight to the point from what okay. from what I've right. observed. Yeah, I will say though, I do feel like people in Sydney, at least like corporate Sydney, they dress a lot better or more formal. Mm. Than oh Melbourne. yeah. Actually that's kind that of I will true. say though. Like, that is true. Something I I've feel noticed. Like on the yeah, professional note like that corporate arena or like whatever the uh professional um I guess vibe I seem to get from Melbourne is that it's a bit more laid back 
Um, is, is that sort of true? Although I know, I know there's like, you know, all sorts yeah. of different places, but um, yeah. I think for me, like I haven't worked in Sydney for a prolonged period of time. So I don't think I can comment so much on the culture, but I do like hear a lot about differences like people who may be from Sydney who've come to Melbourne to work or vice versa mm. like I think I have heard that the culture in Sydney at least the work culture is a little bit more like yeah maybe a little bit more intense maybe than Melbourne perhaps um yeah I can only really comment on like the way people dress and stuff obviously which is like maybe not a super good reflection of everything else but I think in terms of that work culture I think it, it, it might be a little bit more sort of of a grind in Sydney, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Adam, I think, what do you think? <laughs> I, I haven't really worked in too many Sydney companies. A lot of the places I've worked at are based out of Melbourne, so I can't really <laughs> say. Biased <laughs> um, opinion here, then. <laughs> biased opinion, but I do, I do feel like that's true from what I've observed as well. Um, I think Melbourne tends, from what I've seen, tends to value work-life balance a little bit more, mm. whereas Sydney gives off more of like the grinding. Um, mindset you know you work hard you go really really you work hard play hard kind of mindset a lot more um yeah I don't know when I think of Sydney as like real professional real formal attire or like you know your sportswear that you'd wear to the beach two spectrums yeah exactly whereas I feel Melbourne has more of that middle ground all right. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I have never worked in Australia or like near Melbourne or gone more than a week or two, you know, in these places. But from what I'm getting, it sounds like, you know, just to simplify things, if you were some like budding tech entrepreneur, you probably suit the lifestyle in Melbourne, you'd uh whatever it is, unless you like surfing or something. But if you're like some sort of like corporate finance bro, maybe <laughs> Sydney's more your vibe. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I feel like Sydney have more of Australia's tech, so maybe oh, I don't it? know. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know anymore. So big, bigger, bigger tech, I think, is more. Big, in Sydney. Bigger tech, in like big tech, like Google's and stuff like. Yeah, that, your Google's, like your Amazon's, your Canva, yeah. your like a lot of the bigger tech companies. Oh, is, um, is Canva big tech now? I feel yeah. like they're on the way. They're on they're the way. They're pretty big. They're big now. They're big now, aren't they? In Atlassian, isn't it? Like yeah, Atlassian. Yes, Atlassian. Another Australian homegrown. Um, Tech. former Giant. startup yeah they were all former startups once right so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah i guess the, the thing is um i think um from what i know there's a lot of stuff going on in the economy um you know work-wise career-wise in both cities but like is there any points of difference like like i guess that i i guess um in either place that you guys have noticed um like livability yeah, 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 yeah. Just a just a balance between living and working, more like, yeah, for those who want to settle there permanently. Or okay, I'll I'll go first only because I feel like Adam will have more insight. He's lived in both Melbourne and Sydney, so um, I don't know. I guess I think oh, it's so hard for me to say because I feel like because I haven't lived in Sydney again for a prolonged yeah. amount of time. I've only been there for like work trips. It's all right. We're just um, I think. Um, Melbourne, like, I know, Mel- obviously, Melbourne's sort of known as being, like, the world's most livable city, or at least it was at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's sort of a mix of a lot of things. Like, I think it's the culture, the vibe, I think just how easy it is to get around as well. Um, there's just so many amenities and things anywhere that you are. Like, I think 
Greater Melbourne is relatively well serviced is what I would say in terms of like amenities and sort of like the basic things you need to like live a good life. Um, obviously some areas are better than others, but I think that's a separate story. Um, but yeah, I think in general, like I don't know if like cost of living is higher in Sydney. I know property prices in Sydney are crazy. They are in Melbourne as well, but I think Sydney's worse in that regard. So I think mm. probably cost of living is worse in Sydney. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I could really tell. I think other than just like the overall like culture and everything we'd sort of already discussed, I'm not sure what other sort of stark differences there are. Yeah, I, I feel from my observations, cost of living for most things are quite similar. Maybe food is a little bit more expensive in Sydney. Um, but it's, it's more or less pretty comparable, but the biggest difference is the cost of li- uh, like housing, which is oh, very, right. very expensive. Um, how, how much would the difference be, like, um, percentage or... Just, guess, just like, from my observation, maybe, like, a, like, an apartment in the city in Sydney can be, like, for, like, a studio apartment, four, five hundred, six hundred even, oh, yeah. per week. Yeah. Um, for mm. an apartment, whereas I feel Melbourne is probably more three, four hundred, five hundred ish, so a little mm. bit cheaper. Um, or like a shared house in Melbourne might be only two hundred dollars or something per week, whereas mm. I feel in Sydney it's quite often three hundred to four hundred per week, yeah, even for a shared house. So it's a lot. It's it yeah. is quite a bit more. Yeah, guys, remember we're recording this in May twenty twenty two, and another year it will be double that. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! Just, yeah, they... just, so, just so we don't sound stupid, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this nah, is nah. timely information. Exactly, this is what what the prices are right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely Sydney's known to be a very very unaffordable uh, location. Comparatively, Melbourne's a bit more affordable, but we're really talking about unaffordable versus really unaffordable so it's like not (laughs) (laughs) it's not saying much here um yeah yeah but other than that i feel like there's a lot of stuff that we already talked about i feel sydney covers all of your needs as well there's nothing that i really find lacking in sydney um i think one thing sydney that does have over melbourne are the trains uh Mm. although they aren't the most reliable I feel they're more reliable than Melbourne trains. <laughs> are this the trains? Are these the ones <laughs> out to like the regions, like really far, and, and as well as within the city? The, yeah. The, so the both. I haven't actually taken the train outside of Sydney, but like yeah. within Sydney, it's very easy to get to. Um, mm. One thing I really like is that you can take the train from the airport straight into the city. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah. always a pain in the ass having to go from Tullamarine oh, into God. Sydney. We're getting or, there. We're getting there. Or, God forbid, Avalon. <laughs> yeah, where even I, is Avalon? No one knows. No, like, I've done that. I, I, I had to go through that, and I will not speak too much about it. But... I, I've done it. Would not recommend it. <laughs> yeah. No, Sydney yeah. also has, like, double-decker trains. Is that right? Mm, yeah, that's right. Um, we have, yeah. like, regular basic trains. Although we are, we have, like, I think we're starting to, like, implement some more upgraded trains with, like, the proper displays and the screens and stuff which is mm. nice and i think i think the train network is getting better like i think they're currently going through like remo- like removing all the what is it like the crossing like what do you call this like the the crossings that sort of like stop cars from going across the train tracks oh, right. but yeah the barriers, they're trying to yeah, whatever. yeah. 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 I, I can't think of the actual name but yeah i think i think it's getting better and in terms of like a train to the airport that's very much needed and i think it's in the works mm. um but something else I was going to mention was, and this is something I only found out recently, but apparently Sydney has like 
a digital, like you can house your driver's license digitally. Yeah, that's right. Everything is sort of cardless. Yeah. You can get around. Wow. Oh, sorry, cash. Like you don't need a physical copy. Everything's on your phone pretty much at this point. Yeah. Melbourne wow. is like nowhere near that. Like we're still using like physical ID, like physical Mikey cards. Like for Android, you can pay using Google Pay now. Like Mikey's mm. on Google Pay, but for like Apple users, that hasn't been implemented yet. Like I think we're still a little bit behind in like the digital infrastructure yeah. as well. <laughs> Mm. Hey, just just gonna throw it out there, but spare a little thought for uh, old Wellington here. We still have <laughs> trains that uh, require paper tickets, and there's no cards. Oh my god! Wow. Such a last, uh, you know, last wait paper tickets. Yeah, honestly. So like, this, you guys should come to Wellington and go to the Wellington train station. Uh, it literally reminds me of Hogwarts. There's like a platform nine and three quarters thing, but like, there's a little booth where like. People line up to buy a ticket and then once you get in the train, they clip it and someone comes by. That's like, you yeah, can't even, I know. There's not yeah. even a kiosk. You can't even just like press a few buttons and print something. I don't think so. No, not at most. Yeah. Wow. No. Okay. No. Um, but and, where, uh, where can you even go with a train in Wellington? I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that there was yeah. a train in Wellington. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you can go into the region and stuff. There's different uh, towns. Okay. But yeah. Um, I guess it sort of shows the infrastructure, like, there's, like, you know, uh, I I know that Irene's complaining a little bit, or, like, maybe not. You're just comparing to Sydney. Comparing, but like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I went, I was in Melbourne, I was like, whoa, this is so much High tech. Anywhere I've, like, lived. <laughs> um, you know, like, the, uh, one thing I remember, the trams are pretty popular, the free trams, but it does get, like, things do get mm-hmm. crowded. And, yeah, yeah. Um, especially the free things, and... Um, is, is that the case for both places in rush hours, like peak times? It would be places to avoid or... I know oh, other parts of the world, say London, people hate being in the tube and yeah. the underground because people literally, like, squished up, you know, kissing someone's butt almost. <laughs> not like that, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure it's quite as bad as that, but I've definitely seen people, like, have to squeeze into a train during yeah. peak rush hour or like you can't even catch a train that arrives oh, just because okay. it's too packed yeah so. like I'm thinking of like pre-covid times like because mm. I went to high school for um I went to high school in the city for like part of my high school career and we used to commute into the city or into yeah into the city pretty much every day and there were days where literally it was like sardines like it was horrible and I think about it now and I'm like there's no way we can go back to that <laughs> Like post pandemic, like there's no way like that can even be allowed because it would literally be people squashed up against each other. Like it was insane. Um, yeah, the, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever yeah. see someone's like cheek just up against, <laughs> cheek against like cheek against the cheek. window, that's like from the outside, you're like, oh, fam, that that ain't good. It's actually better yeah. to be near the doors because then every time they'd open, you get some fresh air. Versus yeah. like being but you, know, you, you only get squished out and have to like. <laughs> Yeah, right back. Or like, you know, you you move to let you've got side to let someone leave and yeah, then yeah, it closes exactly. on you. <laughs> no, no. Exactly. But hey, like honestly, yeah, there's when um I think just transport in general, like when there's good systems and public transport around like becomes popular that like like the benefit like slowly starts decreasing a little bit due to scale. And it's the same for motorways and things like that where like at first they speed things up and but then yeah like it's just hard to balance it all eventually yeah people 
crowd to wherever is good. Um, so yeah, that's um, hopefully post COVID. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. be a bit more civilized. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess speaking of that, like, um, have you guys, to round off, had any thoughts on any tips or, you know, just hot tips that people who have no idea whether they're visiting or have moved living to, you know, say sex with your mum for the first time might want to know in case, yeah, things the locals know or, you know, uh, Bondi beaches are always crack, it's cracked up to me, especially not during like a weekend or really yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. there are great beaches in Sydney, though. I'm just saying, just yeah. don't go to the touristy spots, and you'll have a great time. Okay, yeah. If you fly all the way across the world to go to Bondi, don't expect it to be empty like the pictures. Sort yeah, of thing. you just see a lot of people. It's more, yeah, yeah. It's a lot more people than it should be okay. at a beach. Coming from New Zealand, I think. Oh it's just, yeah, it ain't right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Hot tips. I think um, for Victoria, if you want a good beach, you need to go outside of Melbourne. Like, I think that's oh, a yeah. must. Like, with this St Kilda Beach in the city, but I don't think it's that great compared to the beaches sort of, yeah, further out. Um, what else? Uh, I would call out NGV as a good place to visit because oftentimes their exhibits are free. Like, you can... Mm. Um, sort of pay to see certain ones but there have been some really great ones that are also just free of charge if you want to go in and have a look um what else i think melbourne airport is the only airport that has like an uber like an uber um what do you call it it's essentially you go up to like the uber booth a yeah. rank, yeah exactly yeah. and it, you essentially like put in your details you get a number yeah oh, that's, and then that's cool. Any Uber can just drive in and you give them the number and then they take you where you need to go versus right. you having to like stand on the corner and drop your pin and <laughs> call an yeah. Uber to that specific spot. So uh, I don't know if they're trialing it in Melbourne and they're going to like, yeah. you know, um, roll it out elsewhere, but that's pretty cool if you do want a okay. really quick, right. quick Uber from the airport. It's a good hot tip. Um, I, and uh, maybe the other hot tip is that there's only one real airport in Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> Don't go, about... don't go to the wrong one. Avoid, avoid Avalon <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> like, unless that you've got the whole day. day to chill and it's not like a really busy day, then maybe you might consider it. You save around maybe, I don't know, what, $30 on your flights right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, yeah, it takes up a lot more time to get to and from. I'm really shitting on Avalon today. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been there, so I feel bad. I can't I mean, even say for I don't, I don't, I don't, Yeah, I don't, I don't, it probably isn't that bad, but, you know, like, we've talked up so many restaurants and stuff. There has to be something we have to pick on. And I'm, That's true. I, we apologise uh, officially on behalf of Chill and Fill and uh, Productions <laughs> to the CEO of Avalon and those <laughs> associated <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know if there's any more, like, real touristy tips I'd give for Sydney. I feel like you can probably do most of the touristy things in one to two days. Um, but if you have the chance, try to go outside of Sydney to the suburbs as well. Probably similar tip um, as for Melbourne. I think it's a lot, there's a lot more happening in the suburbs um, and it's definitely a lot more fun in that way. Yes. 
I should have. Well. Um, oh, also, um, pack for four seasons in a day in Melbourne. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not guaranteed to happen, but yeah. there have definitely been times where it's just started raining randomly. So bring an umbrella yeah. or bring something waterproof. Mm. That's what I would say as well. Love that chaotic weather. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I'm used to that. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll, yeah. you'll be very prepared. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, um, final thoughts. What are your final thoughts on where you would live? Well, like, what's what's a better oh, city? Yeah, Dylan, As now you. Going now back you to the oh, main. Am I the judge now? <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're the judge. No, um, that's that's a hard decision to make. But like, oh, Adam, you know what we've, like the conversations we've had over the years. We've been talking about this topic, yeah, for like five years or something. I know Dylan's old end. I've I've flipped. <laughs> I, I've actually flipped. I used to be on the Melbourne side. Well, I still really like Melbourne, but I'm living yeah. in Sydney right now. I know, now, I know. This yeah. is the thing. I remember originally, Adam was straight up like on the Melbourne buzz. That was gonna suit me. I'm gonna like, you know, like. Uh, you know, like, you know, live there and uh, work there and then all of a sudden become a Sydney guy, you know, like, working, you know, must be some great people there for whoever, whoever um, lives there. Um, and, and for me, I remember a couple of years ago, I just, I think I visited Sydney and then Melbourne shortly after it was in 2019. And so, like, you know, I had an answer to you guys uh, because you forced me to. <laughs> um but just from this podcast, I'd say, like, just uh, on the balance, just tip what, like, you know, slightly over. For visiting, um, I think I would enjoy Sydney more. For living, I think Melbourne would be some place that I would find more livable, just as it has been voted. That's mm. that's my conclusion. So not quite, uh, you know, winner, but... They're both great. Yeah. yeah. I, I think <laughs> it, it depends. It depends on it you. It depends. Um, they're, they're both great cities, though. They're both yeah. fantastic cities. Yes, I agree. 100%. Visit them if you can, if you haven't. Um, and if you live there, uh, yeah, try not to move, I guess, if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> the grass is not greener on the other side. <laughs> Stay where you are. <laughs> Okay, well, it's was, it was so fun. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and experiences. Uh, it's, it's good to have the CW squad uh, together just to, you know, decide on this uh, very contentious topic. So thanks, uh, Adam, and thanks, Irene. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Dylan. All right. Thanks, and thanks to the fans for listening. We'll have more. Uh, amazing uh, contentious debates and discussions about places probably yeah. soon. L- leave us your food recommendations down below. Yes, yeah, chuck That's it funny. below. <laughs> We're like pointing down in this call that we have. But it's not gonna be... <laughs> There's nothing here. Just look on Spotify. All right. You've listened to another episode of Chillin' with Dylan. Dylan.